if you want to stay in the same situation, then continue doing what you're doing. And you guys can get on board and go down this four-lane highway and just rock it out and you don't have to have a decade of learning process. Meet people where they are. If you want to have all types of clients, be a Rubik's Cube. Meet them where they want to be met. We have to know our numbers. We have to know how much we want and then what, how many deals do I have to close to make that a reality? What I want to do over the next half hour or so is give you clarity on the items that really are going to generate money for you and allow you to do the things you want to do. So if you're not currently being coached by the people in the industry that are doing it at the highest level, then you're working too hard to get there. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast with Kenneth Travis and Sean Zamanoff. Hello everybody, Kenneth Travis here with my main man, Sean Zamanoff, and man, do we have a special guest. Also a Next Level Loan Officer Summit Club leader uh, in our group, Wes Wyrick. Wes, what's happening, brother? What's up, fellas? Happy to, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So, uh, so Wes, tell us a little bit about yourself in like 20 seconds or less, because if you're anything like me, it could take 10 minutes and we're not going to do that. Okay. So we want to not bore our audience of awesome loan officers out there. Uh, but man, just share with everybody uh, just real quick uh, where you're from, who you work for, um, and a little bit about your history in the uh, in background in, in this wonderful industry that we all. You got it. West Wyrick, mortgage loan originator, licensed in West Virginia, Kentucky, Ohio, and Tennessee. Uh, predominantly in the tri-state area is where I do most of my business. But um, been, when with Fairway, been with Fairway for about a year now, started off um, in the business about three years as mortgage originating um, with a company called Victorian Finance. But um, prior to that, I had a, many years in uh, the banking world, 15 plus years banking management, um, at different management levels, outside sales reps for the bank. Um, but I always had a passion for the lending side. And that opportunity finally found its way to me uh, about three years ago. So three That's years awesome. ago, you jumped from, uh, jumped from the banking side to the origination side. And uh, man, you've had quite a few transformations over the, uh, over the last three years, not only in your business growth, uh, to going to work for another company, to now starting your own branch. But man, Wes, you and I, I mean, it was, it's probably almost a year ago to the day, maybe 13 months ago, that we first crossed paths. Yeah. And, um, man, I, I say this with the kindest of, uh, of regards, but man, you're about half the man you used to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, 150% of the man I used to be mentally. Um, so it's, it has been a huge life transformation. And, uh, but no, it's, uh, it's been a tough year. It, it was. I mean, it was a lot of hard work, a lot of hustle, um, a, lot, a lot of eye-opening experiences. But man, it just, you know, what Sean was getting to was um, about a year ago, I was walking around about 300 pounds. And on a 510 frame, that's a, that's a lot of weight to carry. And I spent a majority of my life like that. And I had um, an eye-opening experience that helped me just kind of motivate me to take the steps needed to change my life. And as many times as we talked about it in this group, it, is, it boils down to finding why you want to do it. Because there's, there's no secret to the transformation. I mean, it's, uh, you know, one of our uh, other coaches or mentors told us once before, it's, it's, it's simple. It's move more, eat less, right? There's no secret to weight loss. But if you truly dig down and find out why you want to do it, that's how, it's, that's how you're going to make that change. And that's what happened to me. Joy and I together, I think, um, 
from my overall largest point, I'm down 115 pounds. Um, from October 29th of last year to today, I'm down 100 pounds. Uh, and I think Julie, my wife, which did it along with me, she's down about 90 pounds too. And that's one of the really special things too that uh, you and your wife got to share on that journey together. You know, you coined a phrase inside of our summit club that's uh, been one of the mottos for for several people now. And uh, that phrase is built like a leader. Tell, tell me a little more about that. And, and, and we go to these summit meetings. Um, we go to many coaching groups, masterminds that we come together. We all focus on, you know, building our brand, building our business. And um, that that's, I don't want to say that's the easy side, but that's the easy side for us to all flock to, to have an interest in. But I personally felt like I had to not only build the business, build the brand, but to also focus on building myself, to build myself as a leader, somebody that my team could take trust in and confidence in, um, and me pushing them forward. So yeah, we started with the phrase, uh, built like a leader. Um, when you were pushing me down and doing push-ups, one of you guys that are, I was watching Kenneth plank for 25 minutes or something like that. But, um, but no, it, it helped me mentally connect. Hey, you know what? If I want my team to follow me, I have to be a great representation of what they want to be. And I had to work on me. So I worked a lot on me in the last 12, 13 months. Yeah. You know, one of the things in our industry, uh, Wes, is like people, you know, they, they're working 50, 60, 70, you know, plus hours a week. And they're, you know, they have this mindset of hustle and grind. And, man, I think that there's – I do. I, I genuinely believe that there's a time for that. I think that there's a time that you have to get in there and you have to do whatever it takes to um, to set the groundwork to have a successful business. But there also is a season and a time that you have to work on your business and not in your business, and it's a process. And that process is different for everybody depending on what their business model is. And when they understand who they are in this business and they know what they want and they have clarity and all these things that we talk about with Next Level, you know, the the – the, the, and I guess the point I'm trying to make is, is it's like we have to physically be fit to be able to produce, to be able to lead, and to be able to um, accomplish these goals. Because, man, if we're, if we're not taking care of ourselves, how are we supposed to take care of our employees? How are we supposed to take care of our business and build this foundation if we're fatigued and, you know, it's – you know, we're, we're, we're going to bed early at night or, or, or we're stressed out so much that we're just not eating healthy and, and all of these things go into play. But it's like, you know, um, you know, I, I was at the, I was at the Cowboy game the other night and I was out on the field and I was just watching these, these players. And I was just amazed at how, how just they're, they're beasts, man. They're in such great physical shape and that's their job. It's what they do, but it also helps them perform well out there on the field. And man, there's no difference for us in our in our industries. Like the better that we are f- from a physical physicality perspective, the more that we can produce. And I personally, man, I think it's probably one of the top two things, um, if not the top thing that's that's important to me. One of the top things important to me in my life because it opens up so many other opportunities for us. So. Uh, can you share maybe something with us just through your journey and the weight loss, like how maybe something very specific that's changed in your business because of, of your of your health progress? Oh man, yeah, tremendously. Like like to echo what you said. I mean, when I came in this business, it was hustle and grind, and um, a lot of the the coaching platforms I was part of at that point was how hard are you working, how how hard are you grinding, 
And um, it, it was, man, like walking around 300 pounds in a 510 frame. I mean, you get you get fatigued and um, you're exhausted. You're, you know, you're, you got a slow start to the morning and everything like that. Now making those physical adjustments to myself. I mean, I, I lost the first 50 pounds in about 60 plus days all just by adjusting my diet. And I was never a gym guy. You know, I was never like, like you, you know, you guys are regular gym attendees. I was not, you know, I was never a gym guy. So it was hard for me to walk into a gym to, with the mind focused to lose weight. But when you're a 300 pound man and you lose 50 pounds, your body starts to move in ways that you never thought it could. You know, you're, you, you, the snap and the cracking and everything getting up out of the bed each and every morning. I mean, the breath of air that you, you take in completely is different than the breath of air you took in when you were 300 pounds. So naturally, my body started to acclimate to, I want to go to the gym. And you know what? This isn't as hard as I thought it would be. And next thing I know, I got 10 pounds falling off here, 20 here, 20 here. And now I'm walking around at 184 and a half, I think it was what I weighed in at today. And so me adjusting myself physically has had a huge impact on my business. Huge impact on my business because now my sleep patterns are, are great. Um, I'm able to stay laser focused early in the mornings where I was never a, a morning person before. Um, so now I can get started in the morning, be laser focused and really just kind of set the day up and have a plan built out basically for the entire week. And um, so that's how my physicality has made its way into the business is helped me be more focused on my mindset because now I don't have to hustle and grind nearly as hard as I had to when I first got into this business. And now with using the mentality side of it to sharpen up the tools that we have available to us that we learn in this group from everybody else, it's made business a whole lot easier. Yeah. There's the, yeah, there's a huge difference in confidence level when you go from 300 pounds to 184 pounds. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, it changes. Yeah. And just for the record, um, I, I appreciate you saying I'm a gym guy. Now, Sean is not a gym guy. He is a, <laughs> he is a, uh, what is it? Is it Pilates or is it yoga? <laughs> I'm not sure no, which one he whatever's producing these guns is, is okay with me here, Jenna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so Wes, you mentioned something and uh, I'd, I'd like to dive into that a little bit, but then extrapolate that out. So you, you said you lost the first 50 or 60 pounds by just altering your diet basically. So not a fad diet, not just, Tell, tell us a little more specific about that because there's a larger point I'd really like to make to uh, to business in general with what you just said there. Um, it's, I mean, like it goes back to the first message. There's no secret to the weight loss. It's move more, eat less. And what we did is we focused more on uh, Julie and I together of what went in uh, and not so much of like our sweat, our phys- uh, you know, our, our exercise, but we focused more on what went in and how our body digested it. So like each meal we kind of broke down um, and we went by week cycles um, and it wasn't like, it wasn't a fad diet. It wasn't like this fasting diet or, you know, keto, anything like that. It was us. We know what we have to put in our body. I mean, God put it on this planet. Everybody walks around it every day. We have to eat the green stuff, you know? So implementing the vegetables, the lean meats and things like that um, into our diet where we didn't, we weren't aware of it before. You know what I'm saying? And then holding ourselves accountable because like there was so many times where she would want to break and I would push her back. I would want to break and she would push me back. So us there pushing each other was a huge help for that. So, I mean, it's hard to do it like on your own, but there's people out there that can help you with it. 
And um, but no, that that was the biggest part is um, just understanding what's going in and how our body um, digests that. You know, it, it's such an important point because whether we're talking about losing weight, getting in the gym, whether we're talking about growing our business, and it's not about chasing the the current hottest thing, burning real hot for a little bit and, and then seeing it fade. You develop consistent, repeatable patterns that change your lifestyle, that become part of you, and that's what sustains you over time. That's how you develop relationships with your realtors, develop and go deep with your past clients to stay in front of them, how you change your eating habits, how you get into the gym like I motivated Kenneth to finally do this year, and you know all of those patterns that, uh, that we're looking to grow. And so... It's just really important for anybody listening to us right now to understand what it takes. And, you know, can you also elaborate a little more? So when you were finding your why, and that might be a little personal to share, but but is there something that, so the what, I wanted to lose weight. So everybody wants to lose weight. Everybody wants more business. Everybody wants the success. Few people are willing to do the work. What made you do the work? Are you talking to me or are you talking about Kenneth finding his way to the gym? No, <laughs> no, finding my why, man. Um, I've shared it with everybody now, so I'll go ahead and break it down with everybody. My why was um, we went to Kings Island, Cincinnati, Ohio. It's an amusement park for those that don't know. And there's a ride there called the Diamondback. And uh, the whole, me and the whole family went. It was, uh, it was July. And Jordan's like, hey, dad, I want to go ride the Diamondback with you. I'm like, okay, cool. And I wrote it before. So we go wait in this line. You know how it is at these places, an hour wait for the most popular ride. So we get in line and we get in the seat and it's like a bicycle looking seat with a lap bar that comes down really snug. And so I'm sitting in that seat and push the lap bar down. And I guess there's a light that indicates whether you're locked in properly or not. And um, the light, my light didn't indicate I was locked in properly. So the, the attendant comes by and you know, pushes down on it. As far as I go, do you have anything in your pockets you can take out, take out my cell phone, my keys or whatnot. And they push the lap bar down again. And, um, I don't get, it doesn't click far enough. And unfortunately she's like, sir, I'm sorry, you can't ride. So here I am, um, in front of hundreds of people that I don't know, but one of them I do know, Jordan sitting right beside me. So I whisper over Jordan, I'm like, Hey man, and here I am in my mind thinking, how am I going to get out of here with anybody knowing, Hey, the fact I just got kicked off the ride. So in my mind, I'm thinking, how can I slip out of here? So I lean over to Jordan. I'm like, hey, man, you go ahead and ride this. I'm going to wait over here because I, I don't fit, you know. So, like, I, I jump out to the exit. Um, Jordan goes on with the ride. While I was trying to get squeezed in, people are hurtful. People are harm, harmful. Um, you know, people like sucking in fatty. You know, people are waiting. You know, just, just hurtful. And um, so I hop off. I get on the exit ramp. Uh, I wait for the ride to cycle through, and I wait for Jordan to come down. And, um, and then I see him as he's coming off the ramp. And like our eyes caught each other because it was the most humiliating moment of my life. That's not my why. It wasn't that I was humiliated. It wasn't that some random guy out in the crowd said, get off the ride, fatty. None of that motivated me. None of that pushed me because I've seen it many times before in my life. What actually motivated me, what my why was, was Jordan's eyes looking at mine. And when I saw his eyes, what I saw back was not like, I feel sorry for you. It was not like hurt. was not like embarrassment. It was Dad, I know you're humiliated and I don't know what to say, but I have to say something to make you feel better. And it was him trying to comprehend how he's going to approach me about this is what my why was. Now, when I left that ride, um, 
we left that park. My day was over. I mean, I was down. I was just physically broke. And uh, I mean, so we left that park, went home, and it was when I think back to when I was thought of, I started a little bit there, but when I thought back October 29th from when I, when I always thought of why I want to do this, it always goes back to the way Jordan saw me when he came off that ride. And you just got to dig down and find out why you want to do it. And that's, that's what did it for me. Yeah, that's pretty amazing story, man. Thank you for sharing that, Wes. That's, uh, that's extremely powerful. Um, I'll tell you, man, sometimes people, you know, it's a cliche, you ever notice that? Like, hey, what's your why? Like, dude, it's such a freaking cliche. All these coaches in the industry, hey, find your why. Or these presenters get in front of a room, and they have a picture of their family, and they go, this is my why, you know, and like it's supposed to be this special moment. And a lot of times it's bullshit, right? Because like if people are getting real about what they want, um, anything worth doing is hard, man. Like, I'm talking hard, man. And when people say, well, I want this or I want that either, a lot of times their why is not realistic or their why is surface, right? It's just a surface thing. Like, I just, like, I want to be happy. Well, what the hell does that mean, you know? And what we've learned and uh, what we teach is, like, man, sometimes your why, like the true why behind, you know, what it is that you want in life is six, seven, eight layers deep. And a lot of times it goes back to something that is from your childhood or something from the diamond back, you know, that's painful. It's always painful, you know, and people aren't honest with themselves because they don't want to tell the truth. Right. And they don't want to confront the truth about the reality that they're living in. Right. Oh, it's so true. Yeah, it's so true. It's, it's the truth. It's like, there's no other, like, it's true. You know, we teach, it's one of our principles, the truth, you know, tell the truth. The truth will set you free every time I look over Sean's right shoulder in this video and it <laughs> says, do the work. Clarity is power. And I love the third one, N-O-I-C-T-S-Y. No one's coming to save you guys. Like whether you're trying to lose weight or get your business back on track, whatever it is, you know, you've got to do the work. You've got to do the work. No one's like, like it's just not going to happen because you swallow a pill uh, Mm -hmm. or drink a magic potion. Like there's, you know, anything worth achieving in life is going to have its failures and it's going to eventually turn into successes. You know, I always say my failures are small successes, right? Every time I fail, great. It's just one close, one step closer to success and whatever I'm doing. And shit, man, I fail all the time. But with guys like us, Wes, people just see the success and they think it was easy. Well, man, he makes it look so easy. Man, they don't ever see the pain behind the success. No one ever does. And it's not the physical pain you go through while you're working out or implementing your business. It's the pain of remembering that why over and over again. And you need that pain. You need that pain. And like you said, when we go to some of these um, big live events, everybody's talking about their why. It is a lot of surface bullshit. But once you do find your why and pay, make it part of your focus, you can see why it's so important in your life. Yeah. It, it's hard for people to find it. It is. And like you said, you have to go, you have to go deep to find it. But when you get yeah. onto it, man, because it'll, it'll change your world. Yeah. And I've shared this before. It's like uh, people, like I've had people ask me, hey, man, why do you, like, why do you work out all the time? Like you work out six days a week, dude, you're doing this CrossFit. And I've shared this before on a, maybe a previous podcast, but like, well, cause I want to look good. Well, why do you want to look good? Well, I want to, I just, I did. I want to make my kids proud. Well, why do you want to make your kids proud? You know, well, I want, you know, I want them to think highly of their dad. I want to be able to compete with them when they're 18 years old. I want to be able to play ball with them. I want to be able to run out in, in the yard with them. 
right? Like you got to go really deep with, with this. Why, why is that important to you? Well, I want my wife to think I'm sexy. Well, why? Because I want to have great sex. Well, why? You know, well, because I want to have a successful marriage. Well, why? Because I want my kids to see what a successful marriage looks like. Well, why is that important? Well, because I didn't have that growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like just like just working out isn't enough, right? For us just to work out and stay health, healthy. Like you have to go so many layers deep to really ask why. And sometimes it takes people a while to get there. And we're not talking about just physicality, right? There's other pillars that we're talking oh, yeah. about. You know, there's other things in our life. You know, people, you know, when we talk about business, I have people say, Well, I want to close, I want to close more loans. All right, great. Well, what do you want? You know, first of all, they don't have clarity on what they want. Hmm. And they don't want to do the work. Yeah, they don't yeah. want to do the work. They just <laughs> I just want to close the loans. Yeah, they just want to, yeah. But like, like, like in business, like, like, what do you want? And why is it important to you? Like, what do you want? And, and I'm talking about getting specific and knowing your numbers. Like how many, like how much money do you want to make? How much money is going to give the lifestyle that you, that you, that you, that you want? And, uh, and it's not going from 50,000 to a million dollars. Like that's not going to happen. Right. It's just mm-hmm. not right. Unless you hit the lottery or you have some very extremely special circumstances. Right. But like, if you, like, if you say, Hey, I'm, I'm making 50 to a hundred thousand dollars now and you want to make 150 to 200,000. Okay. Let's do that. What does that look like? And when you break that down to how many units you have to close per month and you know, your numbers, right. Okay. I got to close five loans a month to make $200,000. Okay, cool. What are we going to do to get those five loans a month? Um, but people don't want to be clear. Like they just, like they just don't have clarity. But when you have clarity on what you want for your, from financial perspective, then you start putting a plan together and doing the work and having clarity and understanding that no one's coming to say that you've got to do the work. And I'm leaving out, like I'm back this is like a 30 second spill of something that's much greater, you know, that we teach next level. I mean, there's a lot of details to each one of these activities that we do to really push people forward to be successful in their business. But this isn't pertaining like, I mean, this, like this whole conversation around physicality, dude, it's exactly the same thing for business. Like, like, Mm -hmm. like identical. We're just taking out the word physicality and transforming it to business. But um, yeah, I mean, when we find out when we, when we, when you can genuinely get to your why times five, like the, the, the fire, you know, the thing that pushes you and, and, and causes transformation. Um, and that's where it's at, baby. I'm telling you, man, like when you can tap into that potential uh, and that fire, your potential is just, it's, it's, it's unstoppable. And then it just starts building and building and building. Doesn't mean that we don't have bad days or challenging circumstances or situations. All of that stuff is still resistance that we, that we face in life, but to be able to break those thresholds and knock people over the head is a pretty, mm-hmm. a pretty cool way to live, you know? So a combination of that KT and, and um, you know, finding your why building your plan, um, but understanding you, you got to do the work and you're not going to get instant results because sometimes a lot of people are looking at the carrot and always reaching for the carrot, always reaching for the carrot, but they're not seeing the small incremental improvements that they're doing between now and actually getting a hold of that carrot. Um, so don't, don't focus on the wins each and every day and each like during the weight loss process, every milestone, every weight drop that we had was a win. I mean, the ultimate goal was lose the hundred pounds, but we celebrated four pounds. We celebrated three pounds. Um, so you, when you do implement this strategy in your business, like KT was just describing, you're not going to see, like he said, going from 50 to a hundred thousand, uh, next month, 
you know, but measure it, plan it, understand what it's going to take to get to that. And to go one step further, like how many units do I have to close? Well, how many applications do I have to have? How many at-bats do I have to have to get that many units? So just keep taking it one step further all the way down to your bottom number. Which goes right back to what KT was saying about knowing your numbers, man. Yep. You got to know where you are to know where you're going and, you know, how many apps does it take to get a closed loan? So listen, loan officers, friends, if you're on here and you're trying to figure out where you're headed and you got to ask yourself the question, what do you want? You have to figure out why that matters. You need to get clear on where you want to head so you can start to lay out that path. That's what we're all about helping people here at Next Level Loan Officers. You know, please reach out to us. You can click the links below to get your uh, free and uh, your, your free uh, call with us. We'd love to take 30 minutes with you and help you gain some clarity, show you a little bit more what we're all about, and set you on the right path. Kenneth, Wes, thanks for joining us. Gentlemen, you got anything else for us today? Hey, man, the industry's changing. You got to change with it. I'm just saying, know your numbers, get clear on what you want, know your numbers, get clear on what you want, and be flexible. All right, get lean and mean. I mean, get lean and mean. You've got to get lean and mean. So that's all I got. And you know what? Run with these guys, man. Um, just to echo what what uh, Sean said, you know, being a part of a group like this where everybody has the same goal and push and motivate each other um, just goes exactly hand-in-hand with that weight loss journey that Julie and I went through. Um, you're surrounded by multiple loan officers going through trying to accomplish the same goal and using the same strategies and learning from guys like this that's every day. It's a huge opportunity, but it's definitely worth it. And thank you guys for the impact you've had on my life. Thanks for being a rock star, Wes. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Congrats. See y'all.